BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Welcome to The Refresh from Insider, presented by WebEx by Cisco. I'm Dave Smith. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. It's Thursday, April 28th, and we're bringing you real-time news, fresh like live radio, but on demand like podcasts. Here's the latest. President Biden is asking Congress to approve an additional $33 billion in aid to Ukraine. This so-called supplemental funding addresses the needs of the Ukrainian military during the critical weeks and months ahead. The money will be used for more artillery, armored vehicles, and humanitarian aid. Investing in Ukraine's freedom and security is a small price to pay to punish Russia and aggression to lessen the risk for future conflict. He says he hopes Congress will move quickly. President Biden also announced a plan to seize the assets of Russian oligarchs, like their homes and yachts, and sell them to fund Ukraine's defense. These are bad guys. This legislative package strengthens our law enforcement capabilities to seize property linked to Russia's kleptocracy. U.S. GDP shrank at an annual rate of 1.4% in the first quarter of 2022. It's pretty bad, coming in way below analyst forecasts. A big bump in COVID cases and tight inventories were largely responsible for the economic shrinkage. But there were some bright spots. Consumer spending is accelerating, likely from the reversal of many pandemic-related restrictions. And business investment also grew. Google is making it possible to remove information online that could be used for doxing people. The tech company already allows you to request the removal of any web pages from Google search that feature your social security or credit card numbers. And now Google is willing to remove any sites that link to your phone number and home address, The Verge reports. If you ask Google, it'll also remove web pages with explicit photos of you. Facebook announced it'll be taking similar steps to prevent doxing. We love to hear from you. So email us at therefresh at insider.com with your thoughts or suggestions or even words of encouragement. Coming up, you know that thing you do where you work all day and then you use the nighttime as your personal time instead of just going to sleep? Yeah, there's a name for that. And Dave and I talk about it and how to fix it. Plus, we play two headlines and a lie. WebEx is driving hybrid work by ensuring almost anyone, almost anywhere can be seen, heard, and have the ability to contribute equally. Learn more at webex.com slash hybrid work. The U.S. has what it calls credible evidence that Russian troops in Ukraine have executed people trying to surrender. 
That's what an American official told the UN Security Council Wednesday. She also said Russian atrocities in Ukraine do not appear to be the actions of rogue units, but rather, quote, a deeply disturbing pattern of systematic abuse. During the Meta earnings call Wednesday, Mark Zuckerberg reassured investors that a couple of signals that might seem bad aren't actually all that bad. The first one is Facebook's Reality Labs division, the one making Zuck's metaverse. It lost $2.9 billion last quarter after losing $3.3 billion in the previous quarter. That's a lot of money. But Zuck says his long-term bet on the metaverse is worth the trade-offs for now. Zuckerberg also admitted that a lot of staffers are leaving Meta, but he thinks it's healthy. He says it means the right people will stay with the company as it builds its so-called metaverse. Despite these major apparent setbacks, Zuckerberg's words seem to soothe investors. Plus, the fact that Facebook has managed to stave off the number of people leaving the platform for now. Meta's stock is up big today, over 13% as of this morning. Disney is responding to Florida's plans to take over running the district where Disney World is located. The state can do it, but it'll have to pay off Disney's more than $1 billion in bond debt first. Disney is holding the state to the terms of the 1967 agreement that created the Reedy Creek District, a situation that's so complex, some are calling it a contractual impossibility. Rudy Giuliani has agreed to meet with the House committee investigating the January 6th insurrection. That's according to CNN. The committee's subpoena alleges that Giuliani actively promoted Donald Trump's claims about election fraud and that he wanted to have state legislators overturn the election results. Giuliani could, however, still claim attorney-client privilege to limit the scope of what he'll answer. With most commercial flights totally booked, desperate pet owners in Hong Kong are paying hundreds of thousands of dollars to charter private jets to take their furry friends out of the country. Some are connecting in Facebook groups to share their flights to bring down the price. This is all happening amid an exodus in Hong Kong as a result of its zero-tolerance policy for COVID. Now we're going to give you a break from all the sad and depressing news out there with a little game. Our weekly two headlines and a lie. Our friends over at Morning Brew, the daily newsletter, play this game every Thursday. Maddie Merritt from Morning Brew is here to play with us this week. Maddie, can you remind our listeners how the game works? So I'm going to read you three news headlines. All of them are going to seem like they're real, but one is faker than an exec calling their company a family. <laughs> so Dave and Rebecca, you're both going to guess which is the odd one out. Rebecca, so far you have beat me every time. I don't know if my pride can handle another loss, but uh, let's see. Well, let's try it out. I think you will survive. Let's go, Maddie. Okay, so the first headline, headline A, is... Oreology investigates the mystery of why Oreo cream filling usually sticks to one side. <laughs> Headline B, Ohio real estate agency fined $60,000 for upselling houses by claiming Neil Armstrong lived in them. And headline C, woman rescued after falling in toilet trying to get phone. Hmm. Okay, so Upselling a house because somebody famous lived there seems like a really plausible thing. And in this market, why not? Yeah, in this economy? <laughs> so that was B. And then the C headline, which was, uh, oh, a woman falls in a toilet and needs to be rescued. <laughs> that also seems plausible to me. Versus A, oreology, like the study of Oreos. Like, who has time for this? 
I I just can't imagine that it's like a real thing. I I don't know. I mean, to me, I'm second guessing myself because I've lost this game so many times. But <laughs> I'm going to say that A seems to me like the fake headline. Okay, I feel like A is also the fake headline, but I'm going to let you win this one, Dave. You're welcome. And I'm going to go with B. <laughs> we, we can choose the same option. We don't have to say. <laughs> no, I'm going to go with choose. B. I'm going to go with B. Uh, person upselling houses because Neil Armstrong lived there. That's my final answer. Okay, answer's locked in. Lock yes. them in. The lie is headline B. <laughs> there no was no upselling way. of a house. Rebecca! <laughs> Rebecca! Did you really do the switcheroo this, on me? This was not staged. That is hilarious. Maddie, you don't have to change the correct answer to whatever Rebecca chooses. That's not... Oh, my God. <gasps> that was incredible. Maddie, tell us about this oreology. Yeah. So a group of scientists at MIT actually did conduct a study on why when you pull apart the two chocolate wafers of an Oreo, the cream always sticks to one side of the wafer. It and always they does. It, they called it oreology, and they even created a 3D-printed device designed to pull apart the o- Oreos. <laughs> And, and they discovered that no matter what kind of Oreo cookie they tested, the filling always stuck to one wafer. Come on, MIT. Are you serious? <laughs> you have better things to do. You have the smartest minds in America, and this is what you're doing. All right. Tell us more about the other headlines. <laughs> okay, so a woman was rescued after she fell into the deep well of an outhouse toilet. <laughs> she was on top of Mount Walker on uh, in the Olympic National Forest, northwest of Seattle, and she was using her phone on the toilet, obviously. And she fell in, and then she removed the toilet seat, used dog leashes to tie herself off as she reached down for her phone, but she fell into the toilet head first, uh, obviously, because <laughs> this story needs to get scarier. And she used her phone to call 911. The firefighters came, and the fire chief said, I've been doing this for 40 years, and this was a first. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the voice acting a little bit as well. And that was way worse than I was actually imagining. So thank you so much for that, Maddie. 100% happy to help. <laughs> Maddie, thank you as always for coming on. And be sure to subscribe to Morning Brew and listen to the Refresh from Insider again next Thursday for another two headlines and a lie. Rebecca, I want to talk about this relatively new term, revenge bedtime procrastination. Have you heard of it? I just learned what that is. So correct me if I'm wrong, but in the simplest terms, revenge bedtime procrastination is when you use the nighttime as personal time instead of just going to sleep. Yes, exactly. It's when you feel like you have no time during the day for yourself because of work and other responsibilities. So you put off going to sleep as an act of revenge. I do this all the time because often I just don't want to go to sleep and repeat the workday all over again. I'm not doing anything special, though. I'm just watching TV, scrolling through Reddit, stuff like that. And let's give credit where credit is due. This term actually got its start in China, where some people work what is called the 996 schedule. So mm. that's working from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. six days a week. In other terms, just hell. <laughs> Emma Rao, who lives in Shanghai and works at a pharmaceutical company, tells the BBC that the 996 schedule leaves her feeling depressed and deprived of social life, which, duh. And although the term started in China, a lot of people here know it and they get it. And the phrase revenge bedtime procrastination has caught on. 
especially now with so many people working from home, the lines between work and life have really blurred. The Mm -hmm. end of the workday just isn't as clear cut anymore. So people are feeling overworked. There are also other reasons people are choosing to skip their bedtime. Family and parenting responsibilities can really get in the way of self-care, especially for parents with young children. Mm. And one study found that anger might be the real cause. Mm. So a clinical psychologist at Ohio State told today that people are angry and frustrated that they can't do what they want during the day. I feel that. And Mm -hmm. a lack of sleep can have some really major impacts on your mental and physical health, too. So the CDC says a third of Americans don't get the recommended seven to nine hours of sleep each night. And not getting enough sleep increases your risk of heart disease, reduces your ability to learn and memorize. It even prevents you from losing weight. Wrinkles, Dave. It gives you wrinkles. Wrinkles. No one wants wrinkles. (laughs) So lucky for our listeners, we have cobbled together a few tips from different sources to help curb your revenge bedtime procrastination. Yes. So first, make sure that you're carving out small bits of time for yourself throughout the day, not just at night, throughout the day. Remember, you deserve to have fun during the day too, damn it. So even if it's just in short bursts, honor your inner brat who doesn't want to go to bed. Just do it earlier in the day. Also, cut out the unnecessary tasks and commitments on your calendar. Take your time back and give it to yourself. This is a really good one. Set an alarm an hour before bed. A clinical Mm. sleep educator told the Washington Post that designating one hour as your wind down time helps you get into the right mindset for sleep. Also, and this makes me sad, don't have that glass of wine to relax at night. So try, I know, uh, try not to drink three hours before your bedtime. Maybe I'll just have a melatonin. And also try to stick to a consistent time you go to bed and when you wake up, even on the weekends, which caveat here, like with every advice, you know, I'm not going to do that because I wake up at 4.15 a.m. every day. So (laughs) yeah, both of us are up before five. So uh Maybe not on the weekends, but work days, yes. And if you can, do it. Yes, exactly. If you can. This is all about if you can. Mm-hmm. And here's another one. Start creating a sleep oasis that gets you excited about getting into bed. Yeah, just dim the lights. Turn down the temperature in your room. Whatever number floats your boat, 60 degrees, 67 degrees, mayhaps. <laughs> Turn on a sound machine. May I recommend ASMR of my soothing voice? <laughs> No, you're supposed to Whip go. Whippoorwill. Whippoorwill. You're supposed to go. Pluck the negativity. Pluck the negativity. <laughs> pluck the negativity. <laughs> also, let's not forget that our jobs and employers have a big hand in this too. So talk to your managers. Mm-hmm. Talk to your managers about setting a more structured workday so that you're not working long hours. Tell them that in the long run, a better rested you means you'll be a better, more efficient employee. And then capitalism wins. Yeah, as it always does. So <laughs> revenge bedtime procrastination. The first step is admitting that you have a problem. From there, you can try to fix it though. So staying up late can be fun, but revenge, it's a hell of a drug. 